0: I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone.
1: You stupid fucking blah Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. leave. Enough! It's time to stand. bitches leave. Enough! Take a stand together.
0: Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the fact that they're making a new rush hour movie. You seen this? You heard about this?
1: Kata! It's not racist, it's Jackie Chan Impression.
0: He's back. Um. I saw I thought that. We'd get right into the Rush yeah. Hour stuff. I'm
1: glad they're dusting off Brett Ratner. You know, <laughs> nothing bad happened with him, so he's ready to go. He's ready to work, right? I
0: feel like he's not part of this announcement. Jackie Chan no? is confirming that Rush Hour Four is in the works. Uh, no mention of Chris Tucker, although you can't he's make one be without attached. him.
1: Yeah, he's the whole movie.
0: Speaking of scandalousness, uh, Chris Tucker is in the Epstein flight logs. I feel like that's something that's not
1: discussed a lot. And it's pretty wild. He gets down to little St. James Key, settles in, and somebody's like, hey, will you come do this thing with me? And he's like, I'm home, I'm high. <laughs> I mean, I think that That bit happened. for just, just you later on the re-listen.
0: Um, Halfway through, I was going to do the I'm home, I'm high, and then I was like, oh, he's doing it.
1: <laughs> I see. Would have been funnier if you just interrupted me, though.
0: And, but yeah, the Rush Hour 4, I feel like Logan mentioned earlier, a lot of people don't remember Rush Hour 3 happening. It was good. Was it? Yeah. Chris Tucker making that 30 mil and blowing through all of it. There is a fun fact. Roman Polanski is in Rush Hour 3. Polanski. Oh, we're talking about all like the canceled guys right yep. up top.
1: We're in the canceled corner <laughs> yes. but while, he- we're at, while we're at it. Um, I'm a huge Roman Polanski fan. The Pianist is the funniest movie of 2005. Oh, you find it humorous. Mm.
0: Interesting. The. Uh, are you excited for Rush Hour 4 though? Is no. No. That- that's kinda... I'm
1: not. I don't give a shit about any of the rush hours. I mean, never f- touch a black man's radio, boy.
0: The first two are fun, but at this point, I think Jackie Chan doesn't even like make movies anymore, and neither even does in, Chris Tucker. Even in Japan. Either of them, I can't remember the last time. Either of them was in anything. Chris Tucker was in like three scenes of Silver Linings Playbook ten years ago. And Chris
1: Tucker is in crippling, crippling financial debt.
0: Is he? Yeah, that's probably why this movie's serves. happening. Actually. I know
1: that he had to go on a stand up tour. Uh that's safe. Like as a result of spending through all of his residuals from the rush hours and Friday.
0: I mean, I'll stand by one and two. Rush Hour One is one of my most popular letterboxed reviews for some reason. That it's still a distraction say? to this day. I think the review is something along the lines of sometimes you just feel like throwing on a classic. It's a five star review. <laughs> of Rush Hour 2. And uh, people seem to really respond to that.
1: That's funny, yeah.
0: And what do you think about the fact that Taylor Swift has announced she will officially make her film directorial debut with Searchlight Pictures? And uh, What's no the movie more... about,
1: like, dry pussies?
0: Yes, uh, I'm reading here <laughs> further in the copy. It's
1: The plot will... Uh, <laughs> you can just look at her and know she's an awful fuck. Fucking... Nice bone dry, dead fish. I mean,
0: I'm sure she's a class act. Listen to this this cut that she wrote. This is one of her best. I mean... Yeah, she rips. I wish they gave more details on the film. Maybe she will be directing Rush Hour 4. I think that would be an inspired uh, choice. Taking over that franchise. Maybe Avatar 4. I'd like to see her just... Tackle a really big
1: CGI
0: blockbuster. You're throwing up layups for
1: me here, and I got nothing. No doubt,
0: no doubt. I mean, I think it'll be something dope, or it'll probably be a movie about like a weird woman who writes
1: too many songs about. uh, Why doesn't she make the uh, the movie about how some of her concert tickets cost as much as a Toyota Camry? Ooh,
0: that would be kind of fun. She. Yeah, isn't she taking on Ticketmaster? Some sort of capacity.
1: She probably loves the fact that everybody got overcharged. That's probably true. I don't buy anything anymore, especially not from a white person.
0: You do buy tickets to Taylor Swift's directorial debut, though.
1: Oh. We'll be there. Yeah, we got in the taxi, went to treatment.
0: Um, Brittany Griner has been freed from Russia. All thanks to Vin Diesel's Instagram post about five days prior to this. uh, I gotta get her out of there. And he since like deleted this post. He just it's a picture of him like at a basketball game giving a thumbs up and the caption is just I need Brittany Griner home before Christmas. Perfect. And he got it done.
1: Did he? Yes.
0: He's completely responsible and i base this on nothing but a gut feeling that i have that i just know vin you know who pulled the strings behind the <laughs> behind the curtain
1: you know who she looks like a who? combination of chris rock and pete davidson oh hey man with that long face <laughs> i'm like all flamed up tonight
0: i mean she will maybe be in the next book of saw that'd be pretty mm, sick yes also i'm excited for the toast that she's gonna have when she finally gets Brittany, out of russian prison
1: <laughs> you play basketball in a league that's remained unprofitable for 26 years.
0: Oh, that's what Jigsaw's upset about.
1: <laughs> Women's basketball is ridiculous. He's had it. Now you're here in this trap. Live or die. That's your choice. <laughs> How's my Jigsaw? I feel like it's bad. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. You can do yours. It's better. To- We're gonna keep this going. Tobin Bell. I'll do, like, El was... <laughs> Zep, you in there, Zep, you bastard!
0: Guess what? That's like a 10 out of 10 carry always right there. I mean, Vin-wise, also, do you want to talk about your new car? And the fact that- You
1: want to see my cars? Yeah,
0: you got a 10-second car.
1: Hey, come out here. Yeah, I'm hoping that me and Paul Walker meet the same demise at the hands of a vehicle. Wow. Um, From friend of the show, Codpiece, friend and guest, I bought a 2022 Dodge Challenger which Scat Pack, which the, is going to be a fun vehicle.
0: The vehicles.
1: And what it is... is, fun fact, a newer version of the car that Vin Diesel drove in several of the Fast and Furious movies. Hmm. That's the classic Challenger that this is sort of a reimagining of. That's like the sickest thing I've ever heard. Thought you might like that. I can't wait to take you for a nice drive up into the mountains, you know. Oh. I wish mean... I knew how to quit you.
0: <laughs> oh, it's going to be a broke bag. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm back. Oh, Mark. I just teed myself up for this bit, because I was just in the mood to do the fucking voice. Hi, Mark. How hey, are you? Hey, we're here in, in the saw trap, up in the mountains, having gay sex. Oh, now
0: you're in the Sawtrap? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, did I, Jigsaw put you there because huh? of your gay proclivities?
1: I thought Brittany Griner was a man, hmm. and she's not. Okay. What am I going to do?
0: I mean, deal with
1: that hey, Brittany, somehow? Have you done any sit-ups today? <laughs> for the Lord?
0: I mean, she wakes up at 4, 10 in the morning and does all sorts of things. Just well, that like can't Mark. be true.
1: Nobody wakes up earlier than me. No. no I don't no, no. even sleep. I go to bed at midnight. I wake up at
0: 12.01. <laughs> That's not enough sleep, Mark. You need to sleep more than one minute a night. I think I'm worried about you. <laughs> yes. That's kind of fucked up. And um, he eats nothing but Wahlburgers. God, he's the worst, isn't he's he? He's gonna die.
1: Yeah, well, Brittany Griner's back. I think that's a good thing. I don't love the fact that they let out the guy from Lord of War. Mm. Um, that's kind of scary. But like, he maybe he's old and he won't be a piece of shit anymore. Yeah, isn't it weird that maybe? that's
0: the way things work? They're like, in order to get this woman back who didn't really do anything, they have to trade like uh like evil movie supervillain who like sold. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't understand how that's a thing.
0: Weapons of mass destruction or maybe mild. I saw, I don't know about the mass, mass. but yes. No,
1: he was like a guy, he sold pretty much, I think like anti-aircraft missiles and like all sorts of like firearms and just Mm. wild shit all over the place. And I guess what he's in jail was in jail for was conspiracy to kill Americans. as like his main charge. That seems arrestable. I feel like that's something maybe we don't want him floating out there. Like maybe we should have (sighs) figured out a different person to release, but Hey, Mm. Whatever you want to do, Joe Biden. Yeah, that... Uh... Probably not his choice.
0: Oh, come on, man. Oh, come on, oh, man. Oh, thanks for that little caveat. You th- threw me a bone there. Thanks. thanks he's man. very
1: bad as a president. Terrific. Fantastic. A lot of people are saying he's no good.
0: Because Trump out. Is this impression good? I can't tell. I'm <laughs> Donald Trump. Um, I can tell now. <laughs> it's not it's... a good one. <laughs>
1: Habatu. Uh, Sounding like Adam Sandler.
0: Speaking of Adam Sandler and his Jack and Jill co-star oh. Al Pacino. Oh. 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 oh let's do voices all show. The whole show. <laughs> no, but uh he hosted the video game awards, which was last night. It's something that exists, I guess. It's a big deal for That's uh stupid. For all the kids out there. I just love the idea of Al Pacino hosting the Video Game Awards.
1: Al Pacino, Dunkachino.
0: <laughs> oh, that Dennis theory! I didn't know that the
1: Video Game Awards existed. Do you think Al Pacino regularly plays vids? I have a feeling Al Pacino wouldn't be able to see the TV to play a vid. <laughs> I'm playing Halo Infinite. It's oh, pretty good. Stick stuck.
0: <laughs> Who stole that? <laughs> I mean, I didn't see a lot of clips, or I don't have, like, the winners here, unfortunately. I just thought it was incredible that this happened. Funnier that we know
1: nothing about it. I didn't know it existed, and you're just mentioning him as the host, and that's the entire story. I love it.
0: I'm gaming again. (laughs) Fans, do you like uh, two for the money quotes? (laughs) Oh, this is just for COD? Okay, cool. All right, he's in.
1: Just for they, Cod is like a special shampoo.
0: They should have had a John Carpenter host because he is an old movie guy a gamer? who actually plays vids. Yeah. He hasn't directed a movie in some time and he always does interviews where he talks about how much he likes watching the NBA and playing video games
1: at the same time. No, just, oh, like, just in general. Okay. Those are his things. That was like a thing that he did.
0: I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But, I mean, folks, let us know if the video game awards were dope.
1: I'm sure they all watched. Yeah. Um, another big piece of news. Ooh. Friend of the show, Kirsty Alley, has wow. left the planet. She's dead. Fuck. At 71.
0: Now she's going off to where everybody knows your name. <laughs> Hell. Hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Fuck she actually me. has one of... Actually, maybe like the greatest tweet of all time that I saw people like redoing because she died. What was it again? When Stephen Hawking died, she tweeted... I have it here somewhere. Let me find it. I want to get it verbatim because it's really yeah, something. Yeah. Christie Alley, she posted a picture of Stephen Hawking His uh, <laughs> when he was born, when he died. And then the caption, you had a good go at it. Thanks for your input. It's just like a very odd like
1: seemingly you're welcome kirsty yeah
0: it's just like a very flippant like odd thing to tweet do you
1: think she meant like him letting her suck his dick in the wheelchair
0: yeah, I think that's probably exactly what.
1: She His meant. mushy, limp cock. Sure. Her just yeah. filling her mouth with it like it was a piece of food. Sure, that's a thing. Chewing on like bubble gum. Yeah. No good. I mean. <laughs> that's a thing. To say. <laughs> no. I mean, I got some good stuff here. <laughs> Kirsty. She was a big fat pig. So. Wow. 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 <laughs> <Good> wow. <ridden. laughs> <laughs> like, Cheers! All right, everybody, that's it for me. <laughs> I'm yep, I must to spit Diet Coke all over the equipment. DC, got a DC over here. Kirsty, who else died this week? Anyone good?
0: I uh, I don't have any more. I don't have any deaths in the news. Actually, actually, that's your big, that's your big corner. news.
1: Friend of the show, Celine Dion, mm. has a brain uh, tumor. Okay, that's that's it.
0: Yeah, I figured that was it. <laughs> Had a feeling that was going to be Fingers the beginning, crossed. middle, and end of that, and then how much here we are cost? listening to this song for
1: how much would it God cost? God knows how you long. Sing and this song on stage. <clears throat> Uh in front of 10, seven thousand people.
0: Ten zillion dollars. No backtrack is how much Acapella. It cost. Yes. Ten zil mm. Or two maybe zillion. two bill. Yes. Celine. I don't know if we talked about it, but they made that like foreign biopic where they couldn't talk they couldn't use her name or any oh. of the like actual facts of her life, but they still made a biopic.
1: No, we didn't d- cover that at all.
0: Dancing around that they mentioned it on something it sounded like the most insane fucked up turkey mm. that's ever existed
1: so it was just an actress being her and it was implied was the movie what was the movie called i, I should look it up now but like a could woman, they even call it her celine in the movie
0: no that was the thing like her name was like selena dijon like a, you know right. tweaked enough where it's like no we're doing a different thing and it's just like, why...
1: Why wouldn't she just say yes to people making a movie about her? I would I love mean, it if they made a movie about me.
0: That would be pretty sick. Yeah. Kid. What's wrong with that? I think they're going to soon. I think Matt Damon and Casey Affleck are going to make it. After their next movie, that's about... Uh, Good segue. Them this, describing it as a heist film at Apple TV+. Plus. Matt Damon and Casey Affleck teaming up for the two lead roles... Oh? not matt damon and ben affleck there's the slide and casey in there ben's probably working on some other cool bean set stuff that we um, don't even know about
1: what have um uh, that's funny that matt damon and casey affleck the last movie they made together was a heist movie as well Hmm, that's true a, a series of movies i guess casey was in all of them right are you doing uh, uh yeah he's in those why didn't i get that role i probably failed my audition I'm really? not mysterious enough. Um, I'm really excited about their production company and pretty much whatever ends up coming out of it. I love both the Afflecks. They're two of my favorite guys in the business. In And I think just the mission statement of the company in general is outstanding, that they're going to put the artists back in control of the movies and yeah. have them be the ones that benefit from them financially.
0: It seems like pure class. And I can't wait to see what they start rolling out. This movie sounds good. Sounds like a good yeah. start.
1: My guess is, is that's a hit. And then that just, they probably spend a large portion of their initial funding on that. Mm. And then this will just set them up with future bigger investors and more dough. And it's going to be awesome.
0: They can make Bad Will Hunting and all our passion projects. <laughs> it's going to be sick. And they also, in that same vein, they announced a sequel to Election is in the works at Paramount Plus with Reese Witherspoon set to reprise her role. Matthew Broderick back? No mention of Broderick. Mm. I feel like they're gonna go Broderickless for this picture. Interesting. But I mean, are you an election guy? Um it's from Alexander Payne, who made a lot of great movies, including I'm Sideways.
1: Say, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. It's a good movie.
0: I always found it a little overrated, but maybe I also haven't seen it in forever and it's I should while, give it a rewatch.
1: Yeah my favorite uh alexander payne movie is the descendants fuck i was worried about this in fact that turkey i need to understand why i don't it's not my favorite obviously sideways is the best one but i need to understand why you hate it so much
0: maybe i was just like in a bad mood when i saw it i remember it is like the most frivolous nothing of a movie where it's just like george clooney clomping around hawaii being like i'm sad about my yeah. wife dying or something you probably should
1: re- in my opinion you should re-watch it and i guess this is a descendants spoiler for anyone that cares hmm. but george the the premise of the movie is that george clooney's wife is dying and he finds out like while yeah. she's on her deathbed that she cheated on him with matthew lillard oh yeah i forgot about the which lillard to stuff. me is interesting and the then the daughters find out and they hate the mother and then da 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 i just did-
0: forget about that part that is an interesting like weird dark thing to make a movie about it's a great script that's something
1: it feels very real like the level rather range of motion that you would go through as a man with a wife and children and you're like your wife's dying that's excruciating you find out she's fucking some other dude that sucks mm. the whole thing that is interesting maybe i'll re-watch give it, enough, give it another go I, I own it so pop it on on the itunes Ooh.
0: okay matthew lillard friend of the show Exactly. If you're listening. I
1: I, I added him in on purpose. Thank you. Um, Yellow Jackets got renewed for season two. We knew that already, but there is a release date, which is March 24th, 2023, which will be here sooner than you know it.
0: I never got into the show, but this is the show that people say is like Lost Mm -hmm. meets... something else
1: <laughs> it's like lost meets um mean girls Ooh, that's an neat interesting that's my meets meet. okay it's phenomenal so i think you'd really like it
0: i know i've heard a lot of people recommend it that's one of those shows just the pilot didn't grab me and i just completely mm. gave up Do on you know it. the premise yeah it's like these they flash back and forth in time between this group of girls and then them as grown-ups they have like a haunted past on this island Excellent. and then you're, you know, trying to figure out what went on. On paper, it's like my favorite show.
1: I think you'd really like it. I'm it? gonna say your homework for the weekend or the week, I guess, mm-hmm. is to watch Descendants first okay. and then finish season two or season one of Yellow Jackets. Okay. Just have Dan watch it with you. You guys can rip right through it. In kid.
0: We watched uh, Bullet Train the other night. Bad. I didn't Come love it at all. Dan okay, wanted me to mention that he <clears throat> thought it was terrific and one of the best movies he's ever seen.
1: Appreciate that. I like <laughs> your positivity and your energy. He's bad, but it was very bad.
0: I thought it. Honestly, the thing that I hated the most, the movie spends like almost a quarter of its runtime making Thomas the Tank Engine jokes. Mm. Like that cop duo, they're talking about it endlessly. It's like, oh, the Thomas the Tank Engine, and everyone's British. Or like pretending to be British.
1: The movie was like pissing me off. I just, yeah. I thought Aaron Taylor Johnson was good. I thought they underutilized both Brian Tyree Henry and Brad Pitt. They both felt like just they wasted them. I was legitimately embarrassed for Brad Pitt watching the movie yeah. because that you bucket could tell hat?
0: him just that character. You could tell the movie was like written for Ryan Reynolds, and Brad wow. Pitt was just like, I guess I'll do this fucking turkey, and it he shouldn't have because it was gross they had him doing jokes where i was like fuck this yeah. is this is bleak just looking at this hearing these deads
1: that's actually interesting i wonder if it really was written for somebody else do we I have, guarantee i guarantee you're right yeah. i could
0: like halfway through i was like i can hear ryan reynolds like doing all these awful awful bits and brad pitt is better than these bits i was looking it up. Watch some I'm of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: I saw that actually. In? Um, I thought it was, that's my favorite movie in the last 10 years.
0: I mean, it's a great movie. The uh, I was thinking about how there's that new Damien Chazelle movie, Babylon, that also features Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie and is about like Hollywood in the past. Is First, it good? When does that come out? I think it comes out, it's probably like an Oscar Christmas mm. type release.
1: Yeah. You're ripping that score. Yeah. I'm seeing this. It's
0: dope. But, uh, I just, that dawned on me when we were watching once upon a time Mm. in Hollywood and I was like, is this anything? And then I was like, it's not. I'm yammering. But I, did you see that they're making a new adaptation of the dark tower over at Amazon?
1: Um, what is that
0: again? That's that like seven book Stephen King series that's supposed to be like Oof. his big epic. Are they not aware like,
1: that we put him and his property into the obits? I mean, they don't pay attention to
0: what we put in the obits, and they should, quite frankly. It's fucked up. But yeah, they made that like Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey movie <laughs> that nobody besides me saw or remembers. <laughs> basically like
1: all right we're in the desert and or then, the jungle or whatever
0: i love how they, they let so just they don't let any time go by before they just try again like that dark tower that couldn't have been more than five years ago and it didn't it wasn't great so they're like let's just try it again we'll readapt this entire series we'll make it a show now
1: well what's that show um like with the beach full of dead cats and the and the guy on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah,
0: Midnight Mass. That's the guy who's making yeah, this yeah, yeah. new show. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mike Flanagan. Well,
1: that did well. Yeah. So why wouldn't they just like take a breath?
0: I think they this is part of like a he used to be the Netflix guy and Amazon, like they have him on their team now. He's an Amazon guy. Cause Amazon canceled his latest show, The Midnight Club which I think was fair, actually. It was kind of a boring show that I didn't get into at all. And I am normally a fan of the mm. Mike Flanagan stuff.
1: I don't remember the Midnight Club at all. And I think I did watch the first episode.
0: Well, Netflix, they don't even like promote their shows. You learn about these shows <laughs> when you hear of a show getting canceled after one season, and it's been out for like three days. I legitimately... I have it here somewhere. I saw this story that... The show The Bastard Son and the Devil Himself has been canceled by Netflix after one season. Have you ever heard Word
1: One about nope. that show? And now nah, one season, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> going into a show that you know is already gone is tough if there's not a lot of it already out.
0: Yeah, it's like... When a show gets canceled, it has like a stink on it. Like yeah. people just ignore it forever. And like, it's like it never happened.
1: And sometimes really good shows get canceled for like various, you know, back office kind of reasons that we'd never even understand. Yeah. Or like they just, I think a lot of the times it's probably just about money. Like oh, the, sure. the, the stars, like I want, like that show, The Wilds, speaking of Amazon Prime show, that got shows that got canceled. It was basically like a Yellow Jackets ripoff, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But it felt like kind of like Lord of the Flies meets, um, lost meets mean girls really because it was like a all-female not all-female but like a female driven cast and then a male driven cast in another season it was like two Mm. and then it was supposed to come back for a third and it's just gone
0: fucked up yeah like they don't let anything breathe it's like here's this we didn't promote it wait no one's watching it cancel get it out of here except stars let's (laughs) rework yeah like there needs to be a nice medium between them not giving anything a chance and like stars and Showtime giving everything too much of a chance. Mm.
1: Showtime has another season of your honor coming out, which like was the most definitively finale, like finalized season of anything I've ever seen ever. Thank
0: you. I was saying this last night to Dan and Tyler, like, that was a miniseries that ended. Yeah. And now it's just back for no reason at all, besides
1: the fact that Brian Cranston was
0: available, I guess.
1: He's doing his little tequila tour with Aaron Paul. Yeah. And now I guess he's going to set aside a, a chunk of time to film another miniseries.
0: Like now he's a ju- he was a judge in the first season. Now he's like a fugitive on the lam because he did like gritty you know, compromising stuff he shouldn't have as a judge. I don't remember that show
1: even a little bit because it's it's had such a cool down. Didn't that end in like the beginning of 2021?
0: Yeah, which feels like it was like seven and a half years yeah. ago. It, that show, it's a distant memory. Although it, I, I remember think, enjoying it.
1: It's kind of like being a musician with these hit shows where mm. if like, if they've got me for 10 episodes or eight episodes and then they take two and a half years to bring out more, they're going to lose me a lot yeah like i'm just gonna just through just my brain filling up with other content because yeah. i'm an idiot <laughs> yeah like you gotta this time release mm. you got strike like my medication yeah. <clears throat>
0: what do you think about uh pete davidson movie filming in new jersey and they need actors partial <laughs> nudity required <laughs> Are we going to uh, be nude showing hog in the mm. new Pete Davidson movie?
1: I believe that uh, that is one of the seven deadly sins.
0: I hope that's the bit where it's like, you know, he's famously got this huge dick. Right. He wants like people in the shot, like other naked people in the same shot. To
1: Just make to- his dick look way bigger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's That's going to be my role right. in this movie that's filming. And... I think it's going to shoot me to superstardom. You're going
1: to break out your piece? Yeah. I support it. Yeah. I'm going to sword fight with Pete Davidson. Just remember that it is a sin. Fuck.
0: Oh, oh hey, man. It's fucking man. fine,
1: though.
0: Fine. <laughs> I'm fucking sword fighting with Morgan Freeman. Fucking
1: take it out, Morgan. <laughs> I don't care that you're blind.
0: <clears throat> Hello, Pete. Oh, <laughs> Doing this hey, voice is up? hacky. What's but... up, Morgan?
1: <laughs> or fucking, like... Can I, like, fuck some woman that you know or something, dude? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, you can. And then Pete, <laughs> Pete did just that. I it goes into, like, Shawshank voiceover. Everybody gets it.
1: Guess what? Shawshank, bad movie. Guess
0: what? That is too wild to take. Everyone just turned off the episode. It's obviously a classic. It's a scandalous thing to Shit say. flick.
1: What? Tim Robbins stinks. What do you think?
0: I do find him mildly overrated in general, but that's that's
1: hell of a little. It's pitch. Frank Darabont's like fifth best movie.
0: I mean, I do prefer The Mist. Just one of the most fucked up endings in movie history.
1: I'm gonna say his best movie is Mickey Blue Eyes. I don't think Frank Darabont directed Mickey no, Blue you're Eyes. you're right. If he did, I'm tired, boss. That's fucked up. <laughs> but it's a mafia boss. Oh, that's it's, good. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan with like. I don't know, like, jelly from Analyze This.
0: (laughs) He, like, touches his DI and cures him so he can go have sex with Tom Hanks' wife. (laughs) And then De Niro's just there making the De Niro face. This is beautiful.
1: I can't do, like, a sound version of the De Niro face, but just know it's happening. (laughs) Folks, I can confirm it's happening.
0: But uh, I always thought if they made a third Analyze This, it'd be called, like, Analyze These... And it'd be like De Niro holding his
1: balls or something. Is that a green light? I think it just got greenlit somewhere. <laughs> Billy Crystal is back. Him like, well, you know, I was taking a lot of time off from hosting. <laughs> Why don't they just let him host the Oscars every year?
0: I mean, they have nothing to lose at this point. Right. They should try whatever they can. They have Jimmy
1: Kimmel this year. That's going to be terrible.
0: <sighs> Could you imagine like a more boring, safe pick to host anything than Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those are. Yeah, he's like, worse. I feel like they both host almost everything that happens, and that's why they're all forgettable nothings that nobody ever even talks about. I watched Ricky Gervais' uh, opening
1: speech for the most recent Golden Globes and forgot how good it was. Yeah, like at least he's trying
0: jokes. and He's like doing coming stuff. for people. He's yeah.
1: he's doing like a roast. It's funny.
0: Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel gets out there and just like, ah, isn't it weird how you can't like do or say anything? I, I guess I'm here though. How, Hi. Many,
1: how many COVID jokes do you think he'll do, despite Oof. it being like four years too late? Woof. Yeah, he'll just do whatever he Come can. Come out in a mask.
0: Get it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get it, Jim. James.
1: Uh, I like my popcorn with uh, <clears throat> with butter, lots of butter. We like the butter.
0: Can I take you down to uh, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson corner for this week's top story? Yes. Uh, Folks, The Rock continues to just embarrass the shit out of himself and the Black Adam franchise (laughs) that is uh, hitting a bit of a speed bump this moment in time. (laughs) He tweeted, they had this announcement the other day, like, they're completely reworking the uh, DC... Like movie universe, because oh yeah, they
1: they scrapped Wonder Woman three, right?
0: Yes, they Patty Jenkins who had like a script and uh, you know plans with Gal Gadot to finish their trilogy of uh, Wonder Woman movies. They basically told her like try again, and then it got canceled because she was all insulted that they didn't like her script, I guess. So no more Wonder Woman they say Black Adam 2 unlikely because it didn't make enough money Man of Steel 2 is up in the air even though they announced like a month ago that Henry Cavill was back and going to make another one They're saying Aquaman 2 might be the last Jason Momoa Aquaman They're basically just like stopping like everything they have going on and they're going to start fresh cuz like James Gunn is their CEO now and has a whole new oh, plan right. for how their movies are going to go. Well, they haven't had a
1: hit since the first Wonder Woman, right?
0: I mean, they have hits, but not like... Black Adam was a dud, even though The Rock is tweeting things like... <laughs> this is an actual tweet that Dwayne The Rock Johnson did. Waited to confirm with financiers before I shared this excellent Black Adam news. Our film will profit between $52 million and $70 million. Fact. That's not a lot of money. At almost 400 million worldwide, we are building our new franchise step by step for the DC future. And it adds the first Captain America did 370 million. 11 years ago. So, like, they're announcing that they're not going to make Black Adam 2. And The Rock, like, alongside that, is tweeting stuff like this to be like, hey, don't believe them. This movie made money and everybody loved it. And we're totally going to make another
1: one. Like, this is fucking. Just take the L, dude. This admit that you're a dud, and that no one gave a shit about your bad movie, and that you're not a leading man. <laughs> yeah, like you're this... not a leading man ever, <laughs> and heck, never should be. The heck do you mean? Didn't you see Red Notice? Every movie that he's ever been the at the helm of has failed, every I mean, single
0: one. It's unfortunate that they, they didn't all fail. Like the Jumanjis were big, and some of the other ones were big. Touche. But yeah, he's hitting like Jungle
1: Cruise was big. Yeah, fuck me.
0: But this one, like, it's bombing, and he's just yeah like you're saying he can't admit reality no. or admit defeat
1: he lives on another planet of like he's like kanye where like he's probably surrounded by 700 guys who just blow smoke up his ass professionally all day long so, so he has no he's completely out of touch
0: yeah someone who won't even tell him like Dwayne, this looks pathetic tweeting stuff like this like
1: stop i hate his instagram videos doing what you're doing (laughs) where he's like in a tank top like holding the phone down like look at my big muscles guys and like just doing some dumb shtick speech
0: i'm having a cheat meal as we plot out the black adam multiverse
1: (laughs) i'm gonna eat this big plate of blondies
0: also it's funny that like he words things like he's the one like (laughs) making decisions for the dc like he he tweets like he's the dc ceo do you think
1: he's even in the room
0: no they're they're fucking telling him like yeah we're not making a sequel to this movie it fucking tanked and everybody hated it and it's a fucking joke although i fans will remember i loved black adam you can listen back to our review i thought it was probably like an eight out of ten can we talk about
1: them as a duo also or i'm sorry will smith and the rock as a duo Yes, that like clip that just got put put out by will Uh, smith of like him like i'm filming the rocks slow motion videos down the hallway that was also pathetic that was a pathetic
0: post that made me sad and angry
1: will smith's like humiliating tail between his legs apology tour for the slap that happened 10 months ago is making me sick to my stomach
0: i I feel like that's never gonna end never He's, he's always gonna be in a state of like Well, like, oh shucks, I got this new, like, movie Emancipation on Apple Plus that nobody (laughs) on Earth is talking about in any way. I thought we were going to
1: watch it tonight, that cool two hours and 14 minutes. No? I just
0: fell asleep. Uh, Scott's asleep, so. (laughs) Tell the truth. I mean, Will, Buddy, Bubba, I don't even know. Yeah,
1: I don't know, Scott. You know, I did a lot of (laughs) of stupid stuff when I was running around. But yes. I accidentally slapped Chris Rock over something he said about my wife.
0: Yes, that is I'm what he did. I'm
1: sorry. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm trying to be the bigger person.
0: Loving this Will Jada Smith. Jada
1: Pinkett was- Smith has sex with other men.
0: Yes. And they and she talks about it on her like
1: Facebook watch show. Oh, Red Table Talk featuring her, her daughter, and her mother. Yeah. Bunch of old clams chopping it up. Like, Will Smith's super
0: famous, but that's... The reality of his life his wife has a show on facebook watch where she airs their dirty laundry in like fucked up fashion she
1: brought him on and confronted him on television for everyone to watch about how she fucked her son's friend yeah that was a show
0: yeah like he's in a bad spot there's no there's no answer to him like there's nothing you can say he just shouldn't have slapped chris rock no it's gonna be his thing forever and it's fucked up.
1: The funniest part is that Chris Rock doesn't care even a little bit. It, he wouldn't talk about it. He went off and did a studio like a a stadium tour mm. by himself, and now he's doing another one with Chappelle. Oh, it's going man. Uh, sorry, it's going very well. Mm. Chris Rock doesn't give a fuck.
0: No, I'm sure he's embarrassed that it happened, but he's it's moved on. Yeah, it's the, that's why he's not addressing because it, it's like, what's to right. say about it? It's a weird thing that sucks. He
1: doesn't want to talk about it. He wants it to go away. Mm. Boom, done. Uh,
0: I want it to go away. I don't want to talk about it.
1: I'm like, is this a rock voice? I was like,
0: I sound like Obama. I was, I I was gonna say, gonna going to say down. that
1: sounded like Obama. <laughs> hey, hey, Barack, it's me, Bruce Springsteen.
0: Uh, Where uh, James Gunn's rebooting Black uh, Adam yeah, with uh, with me as Black Adam, and uh, and me
1: as the soundtrack.
0: And uh
1: Born yes. in the USA. And uh, Bruce. Oh, in the usa Uh,
0: uh, bruce we we talked about this on our spotify podcast
1: that nobody listens to oh man obama yes ah when i was growing up man down in philadelphia
0: yes i've i've heard that you uh your blue collar upbringing i've I've heard all about it in all your songs
1: i got a i got a bandana tucked in my jeans oh do you Hey, Obama.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: you were—you were the most at war president in history. Thank you. You killed more people than any other president <laughs> in our lifetime. Oh, well, thank you. Everybody thinks you're a great guy because you're charismatic, but you were a monster. I
0: know. Well, I'm kind of like uh, the Rock's Black Adam, where you're—I'm an antihero yeah, yeah, who, uh, yeah, yeah, You know, you—you you get why he's so gritty, you, because of the backstory in hey, uh, Black I Adam. I don't One. care what
1: anybody says, Barack. You'll always be my guy. Thank you. Thank you, Bruce. You were born in the USA, contrary to popular belief. I've seen your birth certificate. That's terrific.
0: Fantastic.
1: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> born in the USA.
0: And uh, <laughs> I'm teaming up with Ben Affleck's Batman and uh, Momoa. We're we're gonna do a whole thing, a side thing. Is we the, don't we don't need James Gunn, is DC. The,
1: is the hierarchy of power about to shift <laughs> in the DC universe, man? I'm afraid it is.
0: It's uh, it's shifted, irreversibly. Oh, so yeah,
1: yeah, I'm gonna fuck off. I'm gonna go play some guitar. Okay, I'm
0: uh, I'm gonna go down on Gal Gadot. All right, great. Yep, that's right. Have a go.
1: I agree. Bruce Springsteen's the worst. <clears throat> His music stinks. Cut Machine, big fan. Disagree. But <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. Saying wise. The Shawshank Redemption is a bad movie, and Bruce Springsteen sucks. Sam, if you could do me a favor and pull that, that as a clip, I would like that. I'd like for that to be permanent. Sam, you don't have to go ahead and do that. That's fine. Mm.
0: But uh, the Fablemans, which I'll be covering in a uh, reviews portion later in the program, <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Got my ass. <laughs> got <him. laughs> The movies. But uh, Spielberg's classmates, this is the movie about uh, Steven Spielberg as a child, oh God, learning oh all geez. about the movies, the pictures, and uh, such. And this headline just made me laugh. His classmates from the time revealed that the girlfriend that he has in the movie never happened. Because, <laughs> like, that's funny. Later in the movie, he has this, like, babe of a girlfriend who's all cool, and I love that his childhood friends just had to be like, you know what, Steve?
1: Nah, that's not real. Nice
0: try. Oh, God. Oh, geez. You can't rewrite history, and (laughs) this did not occur. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. But uh, he made himself look too cool. And The Fablemans will be available on VOD in one week. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. So if you I'll want watch to check it. Check it out. Yeah.
0: It'll be on demand, although it's still in theaters and it's not doing very well. So why don't you head out to your local theater and see the new underdog Steven Spielberg movie? It's funny that Steven Spielberg movie is like underdogish and no one on earth is seeing it.
1: Well, he stepped out of his comfort zone, which mm. I respect, but yeah. you know, he's just like doing a victory lap in his career, if anything. I mean, speaking of stepping out of your
0: comfort zone, The Weeknd announced he did a theme song for the new Avatar movie, Avatar The Way of Water, which comes out next week. And it hasn't been released yet, but how do you feel about The Weeknd making an Avatar song?
1: Um, I like everything he's ever done, so I'm in.
0: It'd be funny if it sounded exactly like his Uncut Gems stuff and it was just like, <laughs> had that like, that weird cool sound to it and he's just yeah like it was like a b-side from that where he's like yeah let's make this avatar (laughs) put Navi in the the lyrics somewhere but yeah he has cuts friend of the show Monty is a big weekend guy Mm. didn't he say like he thinks weekends like he said he's better than Michael Jackson which is fucking insane but you know that's a bold statement I mean I'm into it I like a bold take am I a are we in Inglewood (laughs) What are you doing what are you doing and i know you're gonna be really upset about this f boy island
1: no has
0: been canceled by hbo oh, max man. after two delightful seasons Friend of oh, the show Lucy's nikki blazer has lost her dating reality series
1: where uh what was the the hook on the show again the hook was they a bunch of men show up and there's three women and all of the men, half of them are quote unquote fuck boys and the mm. other half are nice guys. Mm. And the women, like it's any other, like a bachelor in paradise type setup where it's like these 20 guys and the women all talk to each guy that they like and mm. they pick and choose and they fight over the guys. And then they go through like various rounds where they like eliminate them based on whether or not they're a fuck boy or not. Mm. And the women have to guess whether or not the guy they like is a fuck boy. And if the guys, the fuck boys get sent to like purgatory or whatever. And then the nice guys get sent to like a nice hotel if they get thrown off and then they have chances to like come back and mm. it's a whole thing. I mean, it's, it's a show that was sort of a failed premise. I feel
0: like it failed <laughs> solely because it was one of the worst titles you've ever heard. They didn't mm. like, they say fuck boy on the show cause it's HBO Max, they can say whatever they want but the show was called F-Boy Island which just it's horrible to say every time you say it you just feel like just stupid not roll off the tongue and it's cringe yeah but i think nikki glazer is funny we were talking about her earlier yes. she, i
1: think she's very funny but she just talks about sex too much she does focus
0: on sex bits too much it's i'd say probably 93 percent of her stand-up yes but she's very like naturally funny i listen to uh, she used to have a show on serious she's very funny and i'm sure she'll have a new gig hosting some sort of other thing at some point um did you see that t- teaser for bong jun ho's <laughs> next film mickey 7 Starring friend of the show, Robert Pattinson,
1: as several characters. I saw an article about it. It is actually the much-anticipated sequel to Mickey Blue Eyes. Oh, yes, of course it is. How Reprising I Hugh Grant's role. Mickey Blue Eyes 7. Or taking over Hugh Grant's mm. role, I should say.
0: Mm. Forget about it.
1: <laughs>
0: This is uh, Bong Joon-ho made Parasite. Which is a great movie. I'm sure everyone's seen it at this point. It won Best Picture at the Academy Awards a couple of years ago. This is his big follow-up wow. to that. But I think it's weird. This movie doesn't come out till March 2024. Oh. Which is like... when the, I saw that at the end of the trailer. It's like, why are you showing me this now at this moment in time in December 2022? That's too long of a time between when the movie comes out. Like...
1: Yeah, that drives me crazy. Like, we were discussing also yesterday on the group text about how the Marvel Universe is sort of unveiling all their projects for the next fucking 40 years. Yeah, it totally,
0: like, takes the fun out of everything. It's just, you look at, like, their plan for the next 10 years, see all the titles, it's like, okay, I feel like I just watched all these because they'll all be uneventful and exactly what i imagine
1: well at the same time if a movie's that far away it almost feels like fucking quentin tarantino's the vega brothers because it's like oh that sounds amazing and then it just never happens
0: yeah like you need to like announce things at the right time so then yes like people hear about it and that's like oh that comes out in a couple months like oh i can't wait to see that like they're promoting something that comes out like 16 months from now or something like that <laughs> more it's like what are you doing what are you
1: thinking? what are you doing
0: <laughs> it's like it's very puzzling but uh i mean i'm sure it'll be good it's yeah. just
1: what I mean. are his oak Jaw is a good one yeah
0: that's on netflix i yep. like that one a lot actually
1: i didn't understand man bites dog i don't think i
0: saw that one is that his first
1: uh-huh it's my, i have it just watch it i don't mm. know it's very subtitle he also
0: did let me cue him up actually he has There's a, one
1: that I'm I'm forgetting that's outstanding. Yeah,
0: he has at least one other one that I love. Uh oh, Snowpiercer's really good.
1: Snowpiercer was alright. That's yeah. not what I'm thinking of though. The show though. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> that TBS show. With like Tay Diggs or whatever that guy's <laughs> name is.
0: It's questionable as to whether that exists. Oh, he did the host, that monster movie.
1: Yeah, that was a rad one too. He I remember rocks. when we watched the host.
0: Block that was Buster a block stuff. exactly. But yeah, Snowpiercer's is pretty good. Exactly. He's good. He's a worker. And we will watch Mickey Blue Eyes 7 when that comes out in twenty seventy-five. Mm. Um Dahmer has passed one billion hours viewed on Netflix. Is that worth mentioning?
1: That's insane.
0: I love how they always Netflix and their like fake things, like this past one billion. Two zillion. Yeah, like I don't know, I guess Dahmer was a big hit. I didn't get into it. You liked it a lot. I liked
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. But it got annoying people recommending it and talking about it and like how big of a thing it became. I was like, this is like a pretty good serial killer show. Mm. Take it easy. Like, how about you watch Mm. my friend Dahmer and then we'll talk.
0: Exactly. It's like, where was everybody responding like this to like Mindhunter? I feel like Mindhunter was better than Uh, this.
1: How about, how come there was no global response to Mindhunter season two? And I mean, it was bad. And then the show just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah,
0: but they could have maybe roared back for, like, a stronger season three. I mean, it was a David Fincher show, and they just let it, like, die on the vine.
1: Talk about a true detective kind of situation where it's like, this is one of the single best seasons of anything ever, Turkey.
0: Mm. Yeah, they really...
1: So frustrating.
0: All sluggish.
1: Can I do our top story of the week? Oh, please. Um... Friend of the show, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys, uh, allegedly raped a woman in 2021. Wow! So the ABC has canceled the Backstreet Boys present uh, like New Year's show or Christmas special or both.
0: I'm honestly amazed that they had anything resembling a gig
1: like that lined up. They've had somewhat of a resurgence. I don't uh-huh. know if it was like ironically, and this is the end ten years ago, and then it just sort of spiraled out of control. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's funny, because <laughs> they're, like, bad.
1: But uh, not a great week or week or month, whatever, for the Carter family. Mm, yeah, they're in tough times. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, putting your brother in the ground, and then, like, 10 days later, they're like, by the way, uh, 22 years ago, like, that woman, she was 17 and you raped her, so you're going to lose all your gigs for the next year or two. Maybe forever. Kata, He definitely did it, too you think it probably wasn't like a rape Allegedly. rape but i bet you it was a stat rape like a 17 year old fan and he just oopsies one night and now she's like upset about it and i hope he gets punished because that's hilarious sad for her hilarious if nick carter gets punished nick that's me being woke Ooh, that's you being woke <laughs> no good <laughs> i'm doing my best he's back
0: I mean, I'm sure they'll work it out and the Bass Street Boys will be back with like a new album and it'll be not embarrassing or bad. Mm. What?
1: Did you see that Gucci, the new Gucci campaign with like Stanley Kubrick movie inspiration? It's actually pretty awesome. It's worth Googling. They do like, Ooh. like they did like the typewriter from The Shining and like there's like Gucci models laying down on the shining carpet and like it's really cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. Worth checking out.
0: Stanley Kubrick rolling over in his grave. Hep i Actually, yeah no, he probably wouldn't love that it's probably that was probably his dream when he was making pictures mm. so one day this will all be repurposed in a gucci ad
1: nice advert yes the movies do you have more news i have i'm about
0: to pish myself Kids has got a pish on deck i mean are you watching that harry and Meghan show on netflix
1: speaking of no, the fucking no
0: i'm not can you imagine watching such a thing
1: Even my client who's like very into the Royals and I was goofing on her about it today. She was like, yeah, even I'm not watching this fucking show. She didn't say it that way. That's all my words. But I saw a
0: commercial that reeked of such desperation where they were like, you're going to learn secrets if you watch this show. And it's like, I bet I don't. And I bet even if I do, it's something that no one would care about there's
1: no secret about the royals that i even give a fuck about how about we figure out what prince andrew did to all those young girls (laughs) and why he was at the fucking saint james (laughs) key and flying around on the lolita express for 10 years if
0: this netflix harry and Meghan series gives anything resembling some closure to that i will watch it yes
1: but one of the biggest perverts who's ever lived didn't even get so much as a slap on the wrist like an embarrassing interview and then it just disappeared
0: I think Prince Andrew and Chris Tucker were like a duo on these flights. So funny.
1: And I think they both need to answer for their crimes. It's actually going to be Chris Tucker uh, alongside uh, Prince Andrew in Rush Hour 4. And oh, the whole shit. movie is just them trafficking ch- young girls for sex. Kata, how could you do this to me? <laughs> yeah, he's they wrote him out.
0: <laughs> Jackie Chan's on the sidelines. just like, bro, that is what we call a green light. And... I, at some point, I'm going to see that Violent Night, that David Harbour Mm. Santa movie. Even though we've put uh, like gritty Santa movies in the obits, we have. I'm kind of tired of those in general. Uh, A friend of the show, Aisha, I think I'm saying your name wrong. Apologies. You can join Rion in the pantheon of people whose names we continually say
1: wrong. We being you, I have (laughs) been saying Rion. For as um, long as I can remember. I feel like that's how I say it, but You're saying it like it's like Dijon mustard. There's like you go up at the end. Celine You're... Dijon. <laughs> I'm all by myself. <laughs> I'm all by fucking by myself. God damn it. But yes. Anyway, the
0: uh or either way, the she said it was really good, like surprisingly good. Mm. So I'm gonna check that out. So we'll talk about that next week and all sorts of other stuff.
1: Yeah, I want to see that.
0: I'm leafing through for any more news. Do you want to talk about the fact that uh, R. Kelly dropped an album from prison called I Admit It?
1: Him and Joe Pesci? <laughs> yeah.
0: Joe Pesci as his character from The Irishman in prison uh, is a feature on this R. Kelly album. And guess what? It's fire fucking dope as fuck.
1: I don't think they should allow R. Kelly to make music anymore. Yeah, I'm wondering,
0: is this streaming on anything? I feel like this didn't get uploaded to Spotify. There it is. Just needed that.
1: That was the reference. Yes.
0: But yeah, like, R. Kelly, like, uploading this from prison. Like, Apple Music, did you get my album yet? (laughs) Are you releasing it? Ugh. I mean... We're gonna to listen to it. We'll, we'll oh, have a yeah. review of that next week.
1: We may even play. I believe I can fly, and make jokes about stuff we shouldn't make jokes about.
0: Sounds like something that might happen on this year. Sounds program. like
1: something that's happened 14 other times, and <laughs> you know, you know, Monty's sitting at home waiting for the all killing me with this shits and all that. So I'm just gonna give him a couple of them.
0: Thirty years. Yeah. And then I think we should take a break and maybe watch.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: We're going to watch Guillermo del Toro's new animated Pinocchio movie on Netflix.
1: (laughs) No, we're not.
0: Folks, we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Hey, team.
0: Folks. We just watched Bros on Peacock,
1: and now this is the music that we listen to. Because we're gay now. Yeah. It happened. The movie changed us. Just sucking each other's dicks at
0: the second act. Fucking... I actually fucking didn't even fucking like glance at the screen the whole oh, fucking time. Oh, you're, you're
1: so straight and yeah, so tough and cool fucking, that you didn't even look at the screen for yeah, two
0: hours. Fucking, what were you watching this fucking thing? In fact, bro? I was. You fucking, you fucking watched this. I don't know fucking. if
1: you knew this, but um. It's kind of sus, bro. <laughs> I'm actually my <laughs> last name is not Ankner; it's actually Eichner. Oh. Ryan Eichner. Ryan Eichner, and I've been. <laughs> holding my lazy eye back for years beef on the street it's huge cyborg. you know we just watched uh billy eichner's bros yes, yes. and uh i don't know it was i wait, think it, is that oh boy oh jesus oh no did hank watch this too i don't see why he, oh god damn it okay t- fine you can take my seat <laughs> hank were you
0: watching this upstairs now, like by yourself
1: I was not watching this filth because I am a Christian, I am God-fearing. I would never allow this pollution in my home, on my ranch.
0: And you don't like this movie because it's a gay romantic comedy featuring a largely gay cast.
1: I don't even like that word being used in my presence, hoops. You don't even like hearing the word gay? Don't say gay. <laughs> that's my that's my wow. philosophy. Hank Hank, what what happened to you? Who, I, who tampered with you, Hank? I don't believe that is any of your business as a God-fearing Christian man. Fuck. I keep all that type of stuff private. That's completely fair. I go out on my ranch. I hmm. <laughs> hoe the fields. Oh, you hoe the fields.
0: <laughs> with your, like, your hose, fucking. Now,
1: Billy Eichner, Hank? he is not even a handsome homosexual. Mm, he yes. is ugly. He has a cross eye. Mm. I would not make love to him if given the opportunity.
0: So the thing you don't like about this gay movie is the lead wasn't cute enough,
1: Hank? I was hoping that there would be more gay sex.
0: Ha! I was actually surprised at how much gay sex there was yeah, in they, this movie, Hank. They,
1: yeah, sorry. I, I'm dropping it. Oh, Hank. it's quite all right. He left. Yeah, there he goes. But maybe um, that's a bit give up. <laughs> Baby, I've been giving up. Uh, I... Was not surprised actually. I expected there to be about this much, but when two men are making love in the missionary position, and like (laughs) there's just something about it, it's like I get it, I'm okay with it, I'm not homophobic. I don't even like watching straight people have sex, I really Mm. don't, yeah, unless it's complete (laughs) depravity. Some girl like pee at me,
0: yeah, that's coming me. That's what gets you going.
1: (laughs) That's what gets you going, like a woman getting gang banged by like seven guys. Just go on mental autopilot, watch the filth. Mm, But two men making love who care about each other, Mm. not for me. That's fair. This movie
0: was pretty average. I gave it a one out of five. I gave it a juicy 2.5 out of five. That's halfway to perfect.
1: I mean... When you frame it that way, it sounds bad, doesn't
0: it? It sounds the glass is half full of Billy Eichner's <laughs> lazy shoe eye worn. juice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know what it is. It was actually there was a, a lot of it that was that I thought was kind of funny. There was yeah, like, like four def- or five decent it, jokes. It had some laughs, and
0: I thought the the other main guy was kind of like inspired and was like a funny, somewhat original like gay character. He was like a meathead, right. like athletic gay well
1: it was kind of funny the thing that this movie did until i step aside from all my other bits for a second and like actually give a real opinion here he's back the thing that this movie did that i liked is that it sort of put a unique spin on homosexuality Mm. that not like they even addressed the commonly used straight cliche love is love which billy eichner makes the point that love is not love that Mm. it's different that it's harder for them that it comes in all different shapes and sizes, the timeline's different, whatever the fuck, but it's not Mm. the same as like two straight people that met in college. Like it's a different trajectory. This movie sort of re-examines the look of relationships in a rom-com dynamic while keeping a lot of the same old rom-com tropes, which I thought was Mm. interesting.
0: Yeah, I liked that about it, but also thought at times like the movie was too busy trying to be like the gay romantic right. comedy and like tell the history of gay people it was kind of like a history lesson and like mm. a chore at times and then there was a scene where one of the characters is like this is depressing like like you're being a whole thing to him and i was like i was just thinking that about this movie <laughs> right like that's so he's like aware of that i guess but it was also just kind of i don't know it was a little much
1: yeah just just like i agree to a degree but i think that it was a little heavy-handed yes that's the the message is good i think that people should be aware of queer stories i think that we should have more representation of gays in movies i and this is like not like bits aside once again i think that you know there aren't a lot of movies like this Mm -hmm. and the movies that are If there's a gay character in a movie, they're a caricature, they're Sean Hayes, they're over the top, they're effeminate. Yeah. And there are a lot of gay guys who are just a guy who dates men. Yeah. It's funny when
0: Yeah, when they have a character where it's like, oh, that's something new. Like, I haven't seen that. That's interesting. It seems real.
1: It's like Hollywood has been able to get away with like portraying gay people as if they were portraying black people with the Brer rabbit and the tar baby character like right hey, it's me Brer rabbit and the tar baby yeah and like it's 50 years of it and we're still okay with it and no one's saying anything because that gay guy is funny and cute yeah there was yeah that was well said this movie does a good job of like introducing you to two like Billy Eichner's a little on the nose and he is like you said, he's just Billy Eichner being Billy Eichner. Mm. But the other guy whose name we should probably learn because he actually is a good actor. Yeah, let me find it. I'm still giving it one fucking star because the movie just the, the, the way that they put <laughs> the the way that it steps between acts was awful. But anyway, the, the other guy Luke does a great, McFarlane. Luke McFarlane, related to Seth McFarlane, <laughs> creator of Ted. <laughs> yeah, Ted two, <laughs> Ted three is about
0: gays. That'd be sick if the new TED show was about Mark Wahlberg and Ted being in a gay re- relationship. I think yeah, I'd we're see.
1: here on the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> we're gay together.
0: Can you believe that it's Brokeback Mountain, but it's me and Ted? Yeah, this is like this might be the perfect
1: movie. Uh, hey, Mark, why don't we <laughs> have gay sex? <laughs> I'm just Ted. like tired and just going through with a nothing bit. Ted, you crushed it. Uh, I don't know. I thought this was his. Exactly what I would expect.
0: Yeah, like it nice, was
1: tepid rom-com.
0: It had at least like five bits that made me laugh out loud. Where I was like, "Oh, that was funny!" Like
1: you were slapping your knees at that bow and Yang cameo.
0: <laughs> easy, easy. I want to clear all ripples in the water. I was not slapping my knee at the bow and Yang cameo.
1: <laughs> the funniest part of the movie, like you said, was there's a, a couple SNL cameos towards the end that I mm. won't spoil, but like they're funnier than the movie itself.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to spoil it because it was real good.
1: It sucks when there's like a brief, brief, brief bit like that that makes the whole movie funnier. Like Mm. That elevated the entire movie like 5%. And after they take, and it's not like there's not a lot of at-bats. I think this movie was just overly written and poorly acted. It's just like they're walking into setup after setup after setup after setup. setup, And there's just the like on the nose fat gay guy who's like, I had sex with a 65 year old man. It was like Dumbledore on steroids. And it's like, that was in the trailer and it sucked. That was in the trailer? Yes. That line- Gave me a shiv. I I went like oof or something.
0: That got like a guttural reaction out of me. Yes, it was bad. A lot of bad lines in this. But I mean, it's important that gay movies- are bad just like straight movies are. I like that. They That's need to woke, Scotty. They all need. There's turkeys of all kind.
1: I think that there. the more gay movies that get out there, like not every gay movie needs to be an Oscar-grabbing movie where like everybody gets killed in the end and it's like a hold to do. Mm. Sometimes they can just be.
0: This should have been like not another gay movie. It'd <laughs> been like a spoof of Milk and Philadelphia and all the sob story gay movies i think that would have really hit the spot i don't
1: see how that could fail
0: yeah that no one would have any
1: problem heavy-handed homophobic jokes you know just what everybody's really looking for in 2023
0: not another gay movie i mean are the zucker
1: brothers listening to this they are are they the ones who did like the
0: they did the naked movie or whatever they they did scary movie three four and five okay the uh the heart of the series the turkeys bulk of the series also this had a bruce valanche oh wait no that's not bruce valanche it was uh harvey firestein there it is yes. aka my voice
1: oh good
0: the guy from mrs doubtfire was like oh oh good he's great i hadn't seen him in anything in years i actually thought he was dead it was nice to see him alive and well in this movie
1: How, what do you think killed him
0: uh so it natural an causes and, start and
1: end with a ds
0: it didn't, actually. I'm <laughs> glad you asked because it definitely did not no? start or end with any of that. But he was funny. I don't know. I feel bad shitting on this one because it had some laughs. And you're right. It really did end kind of strong and kind of changed the whole tune. It, of had a couple,
1: it had a couple bits.
0: Billy. Ah, uh, hi. Billy on the Street. That was a fun show. As I was saying earlier, that show's worth watching just because it's admirable he's being a cunt to strangers on the streets of new york it's uh bold i would be very scared doing such a thing
1: yeah that's probably his best bit Mm.
0: do we recommend this this is on peacock by the way which you can uh
1: i think that i would like to see a better version of this Mm. i would like to see somebody do this right
0: yeah, he kind of shot himself in the foot because he sets it up as the beginning. is like he plays a guy who someone had. Or they just do like a meta. Like he's the guy making the gay rom com thing. Right. And it was like he, he shot himself in the foot with this. This is a cut, by the way.
1: This is the closest version I could get. This is from Rent do believe yes the original
0: i've never seen rent are you a
1: rent guy do i seem like a rent guy i hate everything (laughs) that's what i'm gonna go with guy i was good actually i saw the stage play several times i loved it me like at the wang center alone sitting in the front row like bellissimo
0: kids at the fucking wang center oh because
1: wang is another word for dick
0: He gets it. Billy Eichner's on the sidelines
1: laughing it up with Hank. Everyone's everyone's Billy in. Eichner and Hank just sideways 69ing so they don't choke. Mm. Cowboy hat full of cum.
0: <laughs> Hank. Now, Hank. how did...
1: That was a weak Hank. I haven't done him in weeks. I'm, like, losing it. Um, I
0: thought it was fun. Really? All right. I'm in. Thanks. Promise? Kid. <laughs> I do. And I think that's enough about bros. That's enough bros, yeah. I don't know if we recommend it or not. We don't. Just, just check it out and see, see what it grabs anyway. you. Yeah. I took a trip to the theater to see the new Steven Spielberg picture of the Fablemans. Oh,
1: God. Oh, geez.
0: The AMC Boston Common with a friend of the show, Rian. Got to use that AMC Stubbs A-list like I like so much. Mm-hmm. This is the second AMC run. Um, I got a summary here. Growing up. Well, the
1: jerks thought, Paul, they're running out of you.
0: Growing up in post World War II era Arizona, young Sammy Fableman <coughs> aspires to become a filmmaker as he reaches adolescence, but soon discovers a shattering family secret and explores how the power of films can help him see the truth. This summary gives away more of the movie than I thought it might, mm. but I kept reading it anyways. Although it's still pretty vague.
1: Uh, May I ask, what did you like about it? The movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just liked how it was a movie that had characters in it, and it was directed by Steven Spielberg. That was basically all it needed to be. And on that front, it succeeded.
1: How did this movie do commercially? Did did a lot of people see it? I forget if we covered that already in the news. Oh, it
0: bombed, basically. Badly? (laughs) especially for like a Spielberg movie, it's uh, it didn't perform well. And oh. I feel like it's already out of most theaters, which usually means it'll be on demand or on iTunes, whatever we call it, right? quite soon. But, I mean, it's a movie about movies right in Scotty's Wheelhouse. They threw Seth Rogen in just <laughs> to like put it over the top in case it didn't reach the finish line already. This you know it was like a sweet charming did you cry yeah of course i did big tears they were pretty substantial. They, were they bigger juicy? than
1: the tears you wept during bros
0: <laughs> uh out of my di <laughs> i was fucking shooting tears all over the place
1: just blowing loads all over my basement oh <laughs> like, that's why they call it the chill zone am i right yes chill out blow a load
0: but i mean yeah, chill out blow a load that's uh you've got that on the wall i do yeah
1: but uh, I did
0: cry. I tried to keep it uh, under my hat.
1: Did Rion notice you crying?
0: I don't know. I didn't want to bring it up because- Were you ashamed? Rian, if you're listening, uh, send something to the thread now to yeah. let everyone know. I'm sure- he,
1: Shoot you know, us a text, Rian, if, uh, if, if you noticed Scott's tears. Like me in Clerks 3 when I leaned over and said, are you in tears? And you <laughs> no. were like, yes. <laughs> Let me clear the ripples in the water. <laughs> yes. Just I in am. case you thought I got something in both eyes, <laughs> I am in tears at Clerk's Three.
0: It's like, no, I, uh, I have candy poisoning from all the fucking Reese's pieces I just ate. Sweeney. But yeah, this. Uh, Would I like it? I don't think so.
1: Is it like a bunch of uh nebbishy Jewish people around a dinner table like oh god oh geez? <laughs> yes,
0: actually. That's where the movie really shines.
1: I'm out on that. Judd Hirsch. I find it unrelatable.
0: Judd Hirsch was a real scene stealer as the grandfather. Mm. I do like family. him.
1: You know what's a really good movie that he's in? Um Ordinary Day? People. Ooh. I'm like, oh, a real answer? I was expecting yeah. No, not a bit. Ordinary People is fucking outstanding.
0: I gotta watch that. That's a Robert Redford picture. You're gonna it, like it. It won many lot. Academy Awards.
1: I think it won everything that year. Like is it is? won like Best Actor, Actress, Screenplay, Director, everything.
0: I should watch that. I'll put that on my. Uh, it's, I
1: have it on iTunes.
0: Classy pictures that I haven't watched. Pow.
1: Get in there. Back in the pow.
0: <laughs> but uh, great cast. Judd Hirsch, as I mentioned, Michelle Williams is really good as the mother of this family. Mother. And uh, Seth Rogen as the uncle. Paul Dano as the dad was really good. Funny. He um, doing like the opposite of the Riddler stuff that he did earlier this year. my boy. Also, the kid who plays the young Stevie or Sammy as his name in the movie is, was uh, very good. Mm. Kind of, you know, the movie all falls on him. It's his, uh, he's the lead. It's his whole deal. And he was good. He'll probably go on to be and stuff. Um, I will say it could have been a little better or leaner, considering this is the movie Steven Spielberg, like the guy made about him making movies. I expect a little more of it. It was mildly disappointing. Were you bored? Not bored. It's one of those just, like, I haven't thought about it much Mm. in the days and or weeks since seeing it actually it's been days
1: that's not really a good sign you like to ponder
0: i do i like when a movie normally a movie's like a grower so out and i'm like you know what that i've been thinking about that a lot and it's got the stuff this movie i it's really it hasn't been on my mind much
1: yeah i have zero desire to watch it now
0: and also, like the opposite of Bros, which ended strong and made me think a little higher of it, the final shot of this movie is like embarrassingly bad and almost soured the whole thing for me. Because mm. it ends with like a like now here you go off to the movies, but in this like very lame and like douchey way, where it's like Stevie, Bobola, what are, what are you doing? Like
1: this... he, maybe he's just getting old. He's in his well, 70s, he is, right?
0: Yeah, he's I think he's like 75 years old. Mm. He probably thinks like this is he doesn't have too many left. And he's like right. I should make the movie about why I make movies. He's doing his final lap, yeah. And it did have some fun relatable stuff where like he his character's like a weird guy who doesn't know how to talk to people or like deal with stuff outside of the movies. They show him like not understanding his friends, but then he what he's watching like the footage and editing it together and noticing stuff and i was like oh this is clever and uh too relatable but uh, right. uh <laughs> it's uh it had some stuff
1: how much did this i wonder how much this made opening weekend uh not much at all eleven thousand
0: dollars <laughs> eleven dollars just our uh matinee prices but uh and also this movie had a very big like Like I saw an article where Steven Spielberg was like, I've never been to therapy and I'm just working it all out in this movie. And it's like, you can tell while watching it. It's almost like too much at times.
1: That whole generation refuses to go to therapy. It's been really good for them. Yeah. (laughs) As they all drop dead of heart attacks and have no idea how to communicate.
0: But one of his like best things is like he'd insert stuff like this into the big blockbusters he made. Mm. Like, War of the Worlds is about, like, an alien invasion, obviously. But it's also about, like, Tom Cruise being a weird, bad dad. But they, like, sneak it in. Right. It's just... Doesn't he, like,
1: leave his daughter somewhere? Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. In the basement or whatever? I haven't seen the movie since 05 when it came out, but still.
0: Yeah, there's stuff like that where it's... And this movie was, like, a little too on the nose. It's just like, hi, this is the movie (laughs) about me as a kid, and this is what happened, and this... Then this happened. It was, I don't know. Mm. Not for me. At the end, there's a scene where David Lynch, the director, shows up and plays the film director, John Ford. Can you even believe it? A big 10-minute scene. I really couldn't believe it. (laughs) I knew he was uh, in it, but it was still hilarious when he showed up. and I was like, this movie was made in a lab Mm. just for Scotty Boy. And Seth Rogen does the laugh in it. And yeah, Hmm. I recommend watching this when it's, this is like a good TV watch, like catch it on TV. Nice free one. This is surprisingly enjoyable. And give Steven Spielberg shit for uh, trying to rewrite history and tell everyone that he had a babe of a girlfriend in high school. When he didn't. It's been debunked. Love that. The Fablemans. Now in theaters. This is is. I didn't really watch
1: much else this week.
0: And I'm trying to think of anything else I snuck in, like TV-wise, or
1: I don't even... I would say that's enough. It does seem like it's enough. Yeah. Oh! Rather than grasping at straws, like I watched uh, <laughs> the end of the... Casey Anthony documentary and the first episode of George and Tammy on Showtime. Like, no, we don't need to review those. What
0: did you think of George and Tammy? I thought it was pretty boring, but
1: I'm probably going to watch all of it.
0: Yeah, that's Michael Shannon and uh, Jugsy Malone as
1: who? Who are they playing? George um, Jones and Tammy Winnett, the country singers. Mm. I don't know. I don't have high hopes, but I'll watch it. They're both really talented. Jessica Chastain. Yes. It seems like a Hank show. He's probably watching it yeah i'll dope like i'm not very passionate about hank anymore but maybe next <sighs> week he'll come back and like say the n-word or something just to, for old time's sake <laughs> howdy y'all that fucking caricature yeah. um that's enough though No, yeah. i would say next week we're gonna watch uh will smith's uplifting movie emancipation
0: this is
1: and have a similar reaction to bros couple of rods
0: mm. And I don't know. I mean, next week's Avatar, The Way of Water Week. I'm going to go.
1: <laughs> just uh, you're something that go, came up, actually. You're going to go
0: to the movies with me and see it? No, Is no. Is that no. the end of that sentence? You
1: should go, though, like Thursday night so you're nice and fresh, just so we have that to cover.
0: Yeah. that. Are we going to do it Friday? Yeah. Let's talk turkey. That I'm obviously going to see it at some. I think I'm due to see it Saturday evening with uh, the guys from the Rounding Down podcast. Oh, Sneaky next weekend.
1: Plug. Okay. Well, we could do it on the next one,
0: but yeah, maybe I'll see it Thursday if I'm feeling like really psychotic. If you see it twice, that's the craziest shit I've ever heard. That's what James Cameron is banking on for this movie to be a success, and I'm going to oblige him because he made Terminator. I think two.
1: everyone on Earth needs to see it three times for him to break even. So maybe you yeah. should go four times just to make up for me.
0: I'm going to. It's done.
1: Um. All right, folks. Wh- what are your plugs? I mean, and do my plugs too because you're so much better at it.
0: Why don't you check out the South Shore Boys podcast as always? And uh, we had Mo Musa, comedian, on uh, most recent episode, and uh, a bunch of people said it was really Who's fun. Who's he again? He's—I uh, don't think you've met him. He's one of Dan's buddies. Yeah. Okay. He's a great guy, super fun, and. Why don't you shoot us an email enoughpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at podcast Enough on Instagram at Enough the podcast, and you can find me on both those platforms at Skip Seasoned. Rye is available on those platforms at Ankner and why don't you check out Ankfit at ank underscore fit? And the new location in...
1: Dude, right.
0: Newton is cooking. <laughs> BJ Novak was there recently. And he did not
1: come indoors, but he walked by.
0: <laughs> but I have a feeling like he was wowed. And maybe even too wowed to stop and chat.
1: I think he just was intimidated by my sheer size and strength. That too. And girth.
0: Yes, the girth was definitely part of it. Mindy Killing saw it also, and she was wowed. Oh, yeah. Have Perhaps a good one everybody. Folks, that's enough. Have a goo. We'll see you in Pandora and Merry Christmas.
1: Happy holidays. Ooh. Very cool.